right, guys. So today I'm joined by Sajara Eubanks, a UFC flyweight who will be actually, you know, kicking off 2023 for us. She's the first fight of the night and the first fight of the year for the UFC at UFC Fight Night on uh, January 14th. She takes on Priscilla Cachoeira in a very exciting matchup uh, just a few days away, actually. So how's everything going? Um, going pretty good. We're out here in Vegas. Um, I'm in my hotel room now, sort of relaxing between sessions. Um, getting really geared up and excited for Saturday night. That's good to hear, honestly, because, you know, anytime you feel good, anytime the mind's right, the body's right, going into a fight, right, it can only mean that you're looking for a great performance, right? Yeah, absolutely, man. You you want to get that great performance. Every time I step out there and try, I'm trying to perform my best, and, um, you know, right now my body is cooperating, and um, I'm looking forward to a good performance. 100%. Now, look, once upon a time, right, you said, I hate these big gaps between fights, right? So how does it feel now? You know, you took about, you know, it was about 13-month gap, right? How does it feel now? Was it a bit frustrating to not be able to get in there this past year? I mean, it was. I just kind of got used to it finally. I think my career is kind of, my career has been riddled with opponent changes and last minute pushbacks. Um, I just kind of got used to it. By the time I had two fights delayed last year, I was like, this is just like par for the course kind of for me by now. Um, I actually went back and looked at my, like the last four years in the UFC. And I think every one of my fights was changed at some point before getting to the fight date. So um, it's just kind of, you know, the more of a veteran I become and the more experience I have, I kind of understand that it's kind of, uh, you know, par for the course, you got to roll with the punches and, you know, there's pros and cons. I don't like taking really long breaks, but I was able to spend a lot of time with my family and able to rest my body. So um, there's a benefit to the break as well. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm glad to see that you were able to get something out of it. And speaking of a break, right, we obviously haven't been able to see you, but how have you been improving as a mixed martial artist? You know, how has the year of 2022 been for you in terms of just improving as a fighter? Um, I've been improving everywhere. I'm always trying to improve. Um, I love the ground and that's been my bread and butter. Um, and so even though that's kind of what I would say I excel most at, I spent a lot more time working on my ground game just because like it's where I like to be. So why not continue to like file that knife and keep it sharp and also of course work in everything else clinch wall boxing um muay thai and i'm not you know i'm also working with you know caitlin chukagian and a bunch of other fighters here um amateurs and professionals here in jersey so i was able to be on the floor and help other fighters i went lefty for full camp for a while so i got to try that put that in my toolbox so um i've been able to grow um all year even though you guys haven't seen me there's been exponential growth in the last couple of months for sure. And I want to get into, you know, some of what we might be able to see in the octagon, right, on January 14th, just a few days from now. But I want to ask, you know, how is, because it is fight week, right? We are a few days away. How has the weight cut been? Has it been smoother sailing this time compared to, you know, the last time out? Um, 25 is always going to be a, a good cut for me. That's just what it is. Um, A lot of people cut. I ain't the first person to cut. I ain't the first person to cut a lot. Um, So it's it's been going the same way it goes every time. You're cutting weight. Um. Uh, when you cut as, as much weight as we do in, in professional mixed martial arts, um, you know, you got to make sure that everything's tight, you're eating clean, everything lines up mathematically. Um, and if anything is off by a little bit, you know, that you'll, you'll see on the scale. So I've done everything I had to do with my diet and doing everything I have to do with my workout. And as long as my body continues to cooperate the rest of the week, we should be good. So um, just praying for a healthy cut. And, you know, God willing, we'll hit 126.0 on Friday morning and we'll be able to rock and roll on Saturday. And the thing about females, which, you know, I don't think it's a lot of, 
you know, personally, I don't think it'll ever happen in my career, but I don't think people really understand how big of a cut females have to make versus guys. Um, guys have every 10 pounds and so do females, but there's a reason men are, you know, I, I personally think women should probably have weight classes like every five to six pounds, but that's in the future. I can't sit up here and think about that too much. Um, but the 35 pound division is just too big. I'm never going to make my 15, 25 is where it's at. And I'm a big 25 year. I got to make the cut. So every camp, every year, I'm making sure my diet is clean. I've worked with multiple nutritionists before. Um, I'm working, you know, to do everything right. That's just what it is. So obviously, you know, this isn't even the thing, but if there was like a 130 division, would you say that that would be, be like all ideal over for you? Shit. I'd be all over a fucking 130 <laughs> division. I'd be yeah. all over it. Cause I make 130, no problem. It's the last five that hurt. And I'm, I'm telling you, I've worked with the PI. Um, working with Tyler, I've worked with, I've worked with a lot of really professional, really, you know, good nutritionists over the past couple of years. And I mean, 15 pounds on fight week is 15 pounds on fight week. Who are you working with? Right. For sure. Yeah. Now, look, I think the last time we spoke, right. We, we talked about the fact that you faced a lot of top opponents, right. Throughout your career. Right. Like I'm, I think the names speak for themselves. Do you think Priscilla is going to be up there with all of them in terms of skill level? Like, are you anticipating as tough a fight as any? I'm always into anticipating a tough fight. This is the UFC. Like, you just got to assume that every girl's going to be tough. Um, She's got a great record. She's been in some tough fights. So we're taking her very seriously. We're going to treat her like she's everyone else. Every one of my opponents, I treat them like they're all tough and they're all scary and they're all coming to kill me because they all are coming to take my head off. So it doesn't matter. Her record doesn't matter. What I think of her skill set, what everyone else thinks, it doesn't matter. She's coming into the octagon to fight me. So I got to do what I got to do to be prepared and put my best foot forward and take her out before she tries to take me out. So, yeah, I treat Priscilla just as seriously as I do any one of my ranked or non-ranked opponents in the past. Next fight's always the most important one. That's kind of like the it's kind of like the common denominator in every fighter. That's what they say. But, I mean, how could it not be, right? Like, you kind of have to be in the moment for for this is a very like yeah. present sport, yeah. right? Like you can't look ahead right. in the sport. Like in football, you get like a bye week, right? Like let's look ahead two games. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like in football, you, you got a plan. If I lose this one and the other guy loses that one, and then yeah. you can afford to take a few L's throughout the season. Yeah, this ain't the sport for that. And and everybody who participates in MMA knows like any night could be anybody's night. It just takes there's a gazillion ways to win out there and anybody can could get their hand raised so you really do as fighters we know better than anybody else like to take our opponents seriously so i'm here to do the same 100 percent. now you know obviously when a fight gets to the ground your skills like it goes without saying we know what you can do on the ground you know you're very credentialed and you've got a lot of experience in your fights right on the ground we've seen her in some pretty compromised situations at times right so i'm assuming that you're looking at her and saying you know i could i could impose i can i could pretty much impose my game plan on her. If everything goes correctly, I should be able to pull this one out based on the matchup, perhaps. Is that how you look at it? Look, I try to take every last girl down. I don't care who you put in front of me. <laughs> That's the game plan for all these girls out here. I've always tried to put my hands on them. And if it stay on the feet, it stay on the feet. Like, my, my ground game is very credentialed, and a lot of people know where it's trying to go. But I don't think I get enough credit for my stand-up, if I'm honest. Like, a, a lot – like, the vast majority of my fights are on the feet, and I'm throwing – per clip, I'm out pacing many of my opponents and many of the girls in the division. So, I think on the feet, 
you know, I'm comfortable with whoever on the feet too. So my goal is to win the fight versus Priscilla. Obviously, I love being on the ground and I'm trying to get all my fights there. So for her, yeah, we can try to put her on her back just like everybody else. When we on the feet, she's going to get the hands just like everybody else too. And I don't think you've ever been stopped, right? Like, no, right? Yes, I have. I got stopped last year. Oh, but that was recently then, because I'm thinking about yes. like, the totality no, the of your career. career. And like, yeah, yeah, that was the first half of my career, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, Last year, my last fight out. Oh, that was the first one of my career, yeah. Yeah, because throughout your career, like, that's kind of what I was thought. I was like, yeah, I don't know if she's ever been finished, honestly. It's yeah, I've never been submitted either, but I'll take that one. That's still a feather in my cap. <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. And that, would go, that one already goes without saying, but I'm saying, like, Besides recently, which was like a body shot, which could happen, like you've never, like, it's not like you've ever been like just straight up knocked out or anything like that. You know what I mean? It's never happened to you either. So to say that, no. like, oh, she has bad striking or whatever. And I didn't yeah. know that. That's interesting that, you know, you think your striking's kind of slept on. So do you think this could be like a fight where you kind of show people what you got? Um, we'll see how the striking goes. specifically. No, we'll see how it goes. I just think, look, if you watch my fights, I strike in the takedowns. And I right. just think, you know, a lot of people, because I finish so many fights on the ground because I'm getting to the ground so much and I'm dominant there. I just think in general, people chalk me up as just a grappler. I just think in general, it's my striking that helps me set up my takedowns. But right. um, I don't per se like I don't see this fight going any other way than where I wanted to go and get my hand raised. Like if we're on the feet, I believe I can beat Priscilla on the feet. And if we go to the ground, I believe I can beat her on the ground. So right. that's. That's just what I believe. So do I, I'm not going to stand up and turn it in. Like, I'm not one of them fighters either. It's like, oh, let's put on a show. No, no, I don't think so. <laughs> like, no, we're not going to do anything just to entertain. I'm going to do what I have to do to win. So, and I believe my best chances versus anybody is on the ground. So that's where we're going to try to go. Um, and that's it. Yeah, I guess I was just kind of curious to your thoughts on that because you you kind of did say that you felt like your striking was a little slept no, on I so i was my, like oh no, maybe it is no that doesn't yeah. mean i'm gonna but stand of course up the here game plan's a game plan yeah. yeah i get what you're saying 100 yeah, yeah i ain't gonna yeah. pull no what's the other guy i ain't gonna pull no michael chandler or stand on right. my feet necessarily <laughs> yeah <laughs> like, yeah. like trust me if an opening is there for a takedown i'm gonna take it yeah yeah for sure and that's i wouldn't expect anything less based on what you're telling me honestly so and that's how it is right that's kind of that's that's pretty much what you got to do, right? In, in MMA, you kind of have to have a game plan and impose it, right? Look at great fighters like Khabib, GSP, John Jones. They all have great game plans and they impose it, right? So speaking of wrestling, right? We brought it up a few times, right? Do you think she, you're like the highest level she's ever faced in terms of that, the wrestling? You think she's ever faced someone? You think anyone's ever take, gotten a hold of her with the skill that you do on the ground? Um, I'm uh, not sure. I mean, she's fought Valentina. She fought Jillian Robertson. Jillian's a really decorated grappler as well. She's really good on the ground. Um, Valentina's not considered a grappler, but she's not no slouch on the ground either. Valentina finishes a lot of her fights on the ground. So, um, you know, I don't know. I didn't really. Um, so you're definitely measure. one of the, by, for me, you're definitely by far one of the better wrestlers she's faced in her career, but that's yeah. just my opinion. You know what I'm saying? That's why I'm asking. I'll take it. I'll take it. I like to, I, you know, I looked at some of her other fights. Um, It's hard for me to say like, oh, I'm the best grappler that ever lives or anything like that. But um, yeah, I'll take that. I would say like, as far as pure, pure wrestling, I don't think anybody's really like tried to wrestle her um, in, in the way that I feel like I can chain my shots together and really, really make it uh, agonizing on the ground. Um, But she has fought some other, like, I think Jillian's probably the only other grappler that I would say um, that she's fought, but she's not, Jillian's not really a wrestler. She's like a, jujitsu player 
Right. And she did have some trouble there, which is why I'm curious in this. Um, and, you know, has there obviously you said that there was some added emphasis in the wrestling, right? Is that is that how it is in every training camp? Like you're always trying to like sharpen up the wrestling. You're always trying to do what you, you're trying to sharpen up what you do best. Maybe not just wrestling, but, you know, just grappling, wrestling, that whole world. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Absolutely. Um, the more mature I come in the game, you know, this game is about, you know, yeah, having a game plan, having a style, having a base. Um, and just because I've got a really good wrestling and jujitsu pedigree doesn't mean I should not continue to sharpen it. So, yeah, grappling is always a big focus around my camps. I just and plus is what I love the most. Like, trust me, I love being on the feet. I've got a knockout on my record. I'm really happy with that. Um, sometimes, you know, my coaches in sparring, I'm like on the feet and I'm like, oh, we're going to just stand up this round. We're just do like all stand up today and I have a good time. But as we get closer to the fight, it's just important that we. Um, make sure that we're good everywhere, make sure that we can get the fight where we want, where we think we're going to have the highest probability of winning. And for us, that's on the ground. So yeah, I'm always working my grappling and wrestling and cage and stuff like that. Yeah. And it's interesting. Cause like, sometimes you'll hear some fight and I'm not going to say anything specifically, but they'll say like, Oh, you know, like my wrestling is too, so good. Or my striking is so good that I just work on everything else. Like, I don't know if you heard a fighter say that before, oh, yeah. but I kind of like how, like you, you know what I mean? Like that's jujitsu is your world grappling. That's what you love to do. Right. That's what you're doing before MMA, but yet you still work on it. So I can appreciate yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. No, I appreciate that. I do hear that all the time. And some fighters are still surprised. Like I still train in the gi like twice a week, like minimum, like, and I came up in the gi for eight years before I threw a punch. So um, it's just part of it is also just because I love to do it. Why not continue to train it? Um, and why not, you know, like look at Damian Maya. Like, like he's one of my favorite fighters to model after. He's a jiu-jitsu guy. And no matter who he fights, no matter what he does, no matter who, like what's on the line, Damian Maya is going to grab you and jiu-jitsu. Like he's going to like yeah. add to the game plan. Um, so I kind of admire that kind of fight style. Um, yeah, 100%. Yeah, and I heard you mention recently, right, that this may be like the first fight with where you're going into without the championship goal, right, without the championship mind, at least immediately, right? So, you know, I'm curious, was there like ever a moment in the la in the past year where you realized where you were now? Um, I don't know if it was like a one specific moment, but over the course of the okay. year, yeah, like I took some time. It wasn't a talk with the UFC, it was all uh, a personal decision and with me and my family. Um, but just sort of different factors about what I was passionate about. Um, a lot of things have changed in my personal life as far as what drives me. Um, a lot of things has, have changed as far as like my maturity. Um, I've been doing martial arts and traveling the world and being away from my family since, you know, I was 22 years old. Um, you know, I'm going to be 38 in April and I'm just starting to um, recognize what my life will look like after fighting. Um, and I just enjoy my family and enjoy spending time with them and bonding with my daughter and bonding with all of those people that those things have become more important to me than um, the belt. That the belt was my number one motivator for like seven, eight years straight. And it is kind of um, a challenging process to find something new to motivate you. Um, and I'm just, you know, I'm also looking at it like realistically, um, as far as, um, where I'm at in the ranking, as far as how many fights it'll take to get back up into the ranking, how many wins will it take to get back up? This UFC moves fast. You get you a couple of finishes and you can find yourself in a title shot. But for me, I just don't know if I have the desire to, um, fight for another five years. You know, I just don't think, um, 
I have the desire. And this is the kind of game that you kind of got to like it. If you're going to, you better be passionate about it because this, this, this isn't easy work. And so I wanted to make sure that um, if I wasn't fighting for the belt, what am I fighting for? Who am I fighting for? What is my motivation? And when I was able to lock those in, then I knew I was ready to step back out here again. Yeah, for sure. And obviously, you know, we don't know what the future holds, right? Anything can happen. Right. But as far as like a fight in the future for you, right. Is, are you looking to like compete in front of a crowd anytime soon before you? Hang yes, it up? God, please. Yeah, right? Can I? Because how many Jesus fights has it Christ. been now? I'm curious. It's been five, six the fights, something like COVID. that. The entire COVID. I haven't fought in front of a crowd since I fought Betch Cade in Mexico City in 2018. I think. Wow, that's crazy. What year was that? Yeah. So let's see how many fights that is. Oh, my battery going to charge. Let me plug my phone up. One, two, three, four, five. I fought Sarah six Morris. Fights. Six Julia Alvia, yeah, um, all COVID. Sarah Moore, okay. Julia Alvia, Ketlin Vieira, Penny Kionze, Elise yeah. Reed, Melissa yeah. Gatto. Close, close. That's crazy. COVID, so I kind of let it go. But yeah, I, yeah. I, I mean, I guess COVID doesn't really count, but I'm sure you want to fight now for sure. Yeah, yeah in front of the fans. first three, I was like, okay, it's COVID. But like the last two, I'm like, come on, guys, get me out of here. So that's really like, you know, that's really what I hope for after this one. Like, please get me out the apex. I love you guys. Thank you. But I would love to fight in front of a crowd again. Yeah. And I mean, let's say I asked you right after the pandemic ended, right? If I asked you, would the UFC still be doing shows in the apex in 2023? Would you say yes or no? My answer would be, which what it was, is they're going to do whatever makes them the most money. And clearly, being in the apex makes them more money, so they're gonna stay in the apex. Which is weird because you would think that a gate would make more sense, right? Like a lot, but uh, I guess they're it, comfortable it, there. a gate. So now they have the perfect in between because they can do live gates throughout the year and still do sure. the pay per views and still do live gates, and then all of their in between fights, like they're doing now, they can do they can run one off every weekend just in the apex, and they do have seats in the apex that they charge fifteen hundred, two thousand five hundred dollars for, so they still get a gate on these private yeah. private cards so and then they get to i mean they get to save on the cost of finding the venue to rent out they get to save on the cost of packing up all their equipment in their cages and traveling somewhere and putting it back up they can save on most of their staff lives in las vegas so they save a ton on airfare no they 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 um i assume that this apex is somehow working out nicely on the books or else they wouldn't continue to do it Sure, right. If it doesn't make dollars, it, it don't make sense. It right? don't make so. sense, baby. That's so right. This Apex is making somebody some dollars, so they're gonna keep yeah. us here as long as they can. And this is even a weird this is even a weird question to ask because I never thought in a million years I'd be asking you this, let's say five years ago, but like you're almost used to fighting without a crowd now, right? More than with a crowd. Like, isn't that mm -hmm. right? Like, how mm -hmm. weird is that? It's weird, man. It's weird. I've cornered. So I've cornered other fighters with a sure. crowd and been like, God damn, I'm kind of jealous a little bit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, oh, this is nice. Yeah. Um, but you know, I'm used to it. As you know, you start to roll with the punches after a while. Um, I asked for a couple of public cards over the last 2022. I asked for a couple of um more open cards, but it just didn't work out that way. For sure. So listen, obviously it's fight week. Do you have any traditions, fight week, anything you like to do specifically? Oh, uh, no, I'm not too much into the, like, the superstitions. Not too much. I found a lucky penny this week, so that was cool. But I don't really do, <laughs> I don't really do, like, the same thing. Um, I, don't, I don't really have any, like, routines. The only thing that I would say is a routine is I always rehydrate with Thai food. But okay. even then, it's not even the same restaurant. 
what's the choice so, of Thai food? Like chicken? Uh, pets, pets to you. Pets to you. Gotcha. Um, some satay chicken. Uh, and always finish it off with a mango sticky rice. Perfect that's my favorite rehydration now. meal. Yeah, that's my favorite rehydration meal. What about like on, let's say, you know, you're done training or something. Is there anything you like to do that gets your mind off? Like any game you like to play, any shows you like to watch? There's got to be something that when the, you know, the switch turns off. Yeah. Um, yeah. I Does love to spend time. Uh, I, it could be spent time with the family. Yeah. No, me and um, me and my girl, we've been together like going on two years. We love spending time together. We're like, um, like we love going to the spa. It's one of our favorite things. We go to like the Korean basketball. Um, we'll hang out, um, spending time with my sister. She's training. I have a younger sister who's training Muay Thai now. So me and her spend a lot of time together in my downtime. And I do watch TV. I've been watching uh, Yellowstone, House of Dragon. I watch TV. Have a good time. Relaxing. What's the Yellowstone series about? I, I, I'm kind of interested. I've heard that. What is that about? I don't want I'm not asking you to give me like a full summary, but like what is it? What kind of theme is it? Bro, it's like um like I guess the best way to call it would be like modern cowboy. So it's okay. about this ranch family. It's about this cattle ranching family in Montana. And basically they're like this huge, like loaded ranch. Um, but it's like yeah, like modern day cowboys. Like they fight over the cattle. Like there's one scene where they like almost shoot each other over like what side of the river these cattle are on. Like, um, and it's just how uh it's focused in the state of Montana. So there's a lot of like you know, there's murder and there's like horses and there's like cattle driving and um all kinds of fun stuff. Um, it's a really good show. A lot of people have talked about it. I've enjoyed it. And this season is like season six. Um, the first four seasons are like I could watch those over and over again. Those are a plus. Yeah, for sure. Well, I definitely like shows that have like five, six seasons that you could binge. So that's that's good. Yeah. Might have no, to watch I highly that. recommend. Highly yeah. recommend. Sure. Thanks for the recommendation. I'll have to take that into account. Um, so last question. Look, regardless of the fight here on Saturday, do you have any short-term goals here in 2023 as far as MMA goes? As our, yeah, as far as MMA goes, are you looking or maybe even just combat sports? You know, are you looking to you know, maybe get better in a specific field? Are you looking to maybe compete more than you did recently? You know, like what do you have any short-term goals here in the year? Yeah, actually, I want to compete in jujitsu again. I've been trying to get back on the combat jujitsu circuit, or not combat, not the slap jujitsu. Although I probably would do that. That sounds fun. Um, but I haven't competed in jujitsu since like two thousand and bro, like fourteen or something like that. And so, um, I've recently had the itch to like. I see all the UFC fighters get invited to like. Yeah. yeah, UFC fighters get invited to like these like fury grappling stuff, and so. Um, hey, my surely is- you've been invited, right? I mean, you're pretty great. No. Come on. No, I have not been What's invited. going on with I that? Have I have not, man. I have no idea, bro. But if you know anybody, tell them Sarge is offended. No, I haven't yeah. been invited, but I was going to reach out more after this fight and start reaching out to some of these promotions and be like, hey, let me dust off my old, let me dust off my jujitsu gi, man. Um, and I would love to do some, especially because they're less impactful on the body. You don't have to cut. And I would yeah. just love to compete in something other than a fist fight for once in like a decade. So that would be cool. For sure. And let's say even beyond MMA, let's say, let's say in some years, maybe a year, two, three, four, whatever the case may be, you're done with MMA. Would you, would you consider still competing in like jujitsu even after MMA? Yeah. Cause again, yeah. you said it's not really much, you know, for sure. I'll probably compete in jujitsu for sure. When I'm done with MMA, I'll go back to competing in jujitsu. They got I a think 30 that would be and fun to watch, honestly. Hell yeah. I, I would love to compete in jujitsu after my MMA career is done. I would love to. And I got a few more titles in jujitsu that I didn't finish getting before I went over to MMA. So I might go back for those. 
Sounds good. Yeah. I mean, if, you know, if that was ever the case, we'd be looking forward to that. So awesome. listen, Sajara, it's been awesome. Thank you so much for joining us, for giving us the time. It is fight week. I'm sure you have a lot to do, so we're going to leave you to it. Good luck Saturday. And, you know, we're looking forward to it.